Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and y'all listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. Hey guys, welcome back to the About Last Night podcast. Adam Ray here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Tour date information uh, this week. This weekend, Friday, Saturday, I'm in Jordan's Landing, Utah at Wise Guys Comedy Club. Friday and Saturday, two shows apiece. Come out and see me, baby. Utah, where my people at? Jordan's Landing, Wise Guys Comedy Club. Friday and Saturday, two shows apiece. AdamRayComedy.com for tickets. Brad Williams is going to be at the Stardome in Hoover, Alabama. Uh, Friday and Saturday, get your tickets at BradWilliamsComedy.com. Go see Brad in Alabama this weekend. And uh, and that's the tour date info, man. Right out of the gate. Speaking of right out of the gate, today's guest, holy shit. Um, workaholics, Game Over Man, Adam Devine's House Party, countless episodes of comedic television. The guy's directed uh, so much fucking just hits. And his newest hit, a $100 million Netflix comedy, the first of its kind, uh, is out right now, available for you to stream and enjoy, starring Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler. It's called Murder Mystery, and there's no mystery about it, because this movie fucking murders. <laughs> and yeah, I stayed up all night thinking of that. Uh, I, I saw it, Brad saw it, holy shit. Oh, I'm sorry, Brad has not seen it. Brad's seen it by the time this comes out, but um, I went to a, a private screening uh, for uh, the L.A. Film School, and... Man, it just delivers. You want a movie to be everything this movie is, and it is. The Sandman delivers. Kyle Nuacek delivers. And that's our guest today, Kyle Nuacek. Um, this episode is, uh, is, uh, is a good one, man. We, uh, we, we talked about the movie at length. Talked about the uh, Wonk Studios Ping Pong Celebrity Tournament that Kyle is uh, starting up on, on his uh, production company's YouTube channel. And, uh, and we just talked a lot of comedy, man. It's a fucking great episode. Kyle's the man. He grows his own pot. If you like workaholics and you like good shit and you like uh, up-and-coming directors that are about to take over the comedy world, then you're going to love this episode. So enjoy the hell out of it and follow Kyle on Twitter and Instagram at Kyle Newichek. Follow me at Adam Ray Comedy at Funny Brad at Alan Podcast. Aboutlastnightpodcast.com for past and present eps. ShopAdamRay.com for all the Adam Ray merch. Uh, I got beanies. I got hats. I got hoodies. Um, Read the Room. My album is out right now. Amazon, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify. Go get my album and come see me live, of course. All my tickets and tour dates at adamraycomedy.com, bradwilliamscomedy.com for all of Brad's tour dates. And uh, and shit, I think that's it. Make sure you're subscribed on iTunes, baby. We got so many eps coming up with Adam Devine, Melissa Villasenor, Seth Green, uh, Pete Lee, uh, stay subscribed. Comment, rate the iTunes uh, page because that helps us climb the charts, baby. All right. Now that we've got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the very, very talented and funny and charming Kyle Newichek. Well, the weekend's over and it's time to chat about it. It's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down? Eh? So why don't you sit hey. down? Listen to our dope podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Whether lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of day. So come over and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Oh, come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. So come on and treat yourself 
I'm almost out of this particular weed, though. It's sad. Oh, it was the first so crop that we grew. Um, how yeah. many um, crops, how many plants do you have? I only have four right now, but we put a lot of love into four. Yeah. Hopefully each one of them gives us a couple of pounds. That's have what you, you hope for from each plant, yeah? Yeah. Have, yeah. You, have you named them? Because I know, I know Burt Kreischer has named his uh, Venus Serena. And then the and then the, and the Kardashian sisters. Oh, so obviously, that's cool. obviously the big plan is Chloe. <laughs> yeah. and, How dare you? Uh, <laughs> Rude. Yeah, I guess she's not going to be a guest on this podcast now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, is it like is that? How long have you been doing that for? Uh, so this was from 2015. Wow. Yeah. And it's yeah. Still good. Still air airtight seal. All that. Yeah. Airtight. I got this little thing. This is the last like little humidity controller. Mm -hmm. You gotta. You know, that's how you got to do it. And who says weed doesn't make you productive, Mister? I have a movie on Netflix right now. <laughs> that yeah, hundred mil, hundred mil. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> Murder <laughs> mystery. Yes, that's right. And that's uh, right. and take but, away the mystery because it murdered. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kai, I, I texted you last night, and I try to be concise with my like feelings because it was so like you know you've done a lot of cool shit it's only the beginning i feel and uh but to see a movie of that magnitude dude with people like that and it's like i know it was coming and, I, and when you got it and it's like but like to see it real like i can't even imagine what it was like for you to see it the first time all the way through after you've like kind of separated yourself from the whole experience right and can hopefully sit back and like take it in as a movie and and hopefully have moments of like holy shit like this is fucking like i did this like when you were last night <laughs> at the screening answering questions and one thing i love that you said is is um uh i'm coming out of the booth is what you used to say uh or you, you is what you say like in yeah. your director chair through all your productions which is from um what the hell happened to me uh, yeah. uh, Tollbooth Willie. Tollbooth Willie, mm -hmm. Sandler's uh, comedy album. Yeah. And he goes, it's what I always say, like if I need to get out and there's some chaos going on or people are a little discombobulated, I, I'm like, you know, I'm coming out of the booth and I get up out of my chair and I go check on set what's going down. Yeah. And he said he started to do it and Sandler's sitting next to him and he's like, I'm coming out of the... And then turned and was like, and Sandler was like, Tollbooth Willie. <laughs> and I was like, and that? Then he proceeded to play a fake saxophone and stick his tongue out. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, dude, he always that, that. that almost made me cry, dude. I, you know what I'm saying? Because like, that That's, was. They say never meet your heroes. I mean, obviously that person was like, okay, maybe never meet your heroes, but certainly direct your heroes. Right, right. Work with your heroes. Why not work with your heroes? That's You know what I mean? Unbelievable. Like, but I, yeah, it was crazy. It was definitely. Yeah. Was, that, was that the first moment? On, on set where you're like holy shit <laughs> no no or were there multiple I, holy shit moments there was to... there was a lot of holy shit moments yeah. you know when you're jumping up into this realm mm -hmm. and kind of i call it a realm it's yeah. like a realm of hollywood it that is. i've never seen before. i mean i mean because <laughs> this is your in for and forgive me if i'm wrong I, I would say second major motion picture for net for yeah. netflix or overall overall okay second, second movie number second movie. two game over man was the first game yeah. over man was number one and that and and that's with your boys <laughs> two totally totally different movies yeah but like <laughs> yeah <laughs> game over man is with your boys and yeah. that and that's yeah. you know guys you've been working with for literally years and, right. and, and but then you have to go into this world where you, you don't have 
necessarily that safety blanket of like your guys like was that an intimidating factor going like oh wow this is like movie stars well it was like uh yeah i mean there was definitely an intimidation factor but also i had a clear-cut job i wasn't necessarily friends with these people you know Mm -hmm. what i mean Mm -hmm. i had i was hired to do a job i felt like i was hired as yeah you know the director to go direct these other actors and yes and and work with all the producers so i kind of knew exactly what my job was and yeah the game doesn't change you're just going to a different team uh, right yeah. coach and, and, and players it, it, it almost took away some of like the the complexities of friendship versus working you know what i mean where right. it's like it's we've been working and and being best friends with each other with the dudes for like you know 10 10 years and it was kind of a little bit refreshing because it was like oh this is separation you know that yeah. was a fucking thing that was birthed out of our house yes <laughs> and then put on tv and then exploded into a movie basically but that relationship had been being photographed for so long it was mm-hmm. like whoa but <laughs> but yeah. this one was kind of cool because i was just like hey what's up i'm kyle nice to meet you let's make the best art we can make for this amount of money <laughs> yeah which was, which was the most for a netflix comedy right right which is fucking crazy so sandler saw game over man right that's because for people that don't know how <laughs> yeah. you even get go from you know movie to movie and how jobs come along i mean take us through that so it's like yeah that you was, find out about this script or I people find out about to, the yeah. script some uh my agency sends me the script it's mm-hmm. called murder mystery in parentheses a murder mystery that got omitted from the title at the end but yeah. i always like sure. that part yeah. and it yeah, always made little, me giggle so i was yeah. like all right that's it's tight. very kind of it's very sort of in the realm of of airplane like just, like just that absurdist humor but yeah. it's just so funny yeah it was like well this is perfect this yeah. is exactly what the movie's doing it knows what it's doing mm-hmm. and it was written by james vanderbilt and i looked him up and he had written zodiac and oh, okay. this movie called Basic. Not to yeah. be confused with Vanderbeek, who yeah. no, no, saw Zodiac. Yes, yeah. he did. He did. Didn't write it. I think he has a review out there somewhere <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> Go to Vanderbeek. Yeah. Uh, Vanderbeek. <laughs> yeah, but no, James Vanderbilt wrote Zodiac and Basic. And I loved Basic. Yeah. I didn't remember it, but I remember mm. the experience watching with my dad. And I remember the twist was so great. And yeah. I remember just like loving it. I was like, I love this writer. So. And then it was Jen and Adam were already attached. And mm-hmm. so I just kind of read it and went into Netflix and had a strong take because it was about, um, a, you know, a couple that go on an adventure. So yeah. I, I needed it to feel like that for everybody else as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to hire, you know, the globe. Like, where are they? Who are these people? Where are they from? And let's, let's find the best actors from those areas and make this thing kind of... right. You know, even fun in the fourth wall sense. We're not like when, hiring people you know. And yeah, yeah, you mentioned that last night about not just using like the typical comedy players that are popping up in most big comedies, like to get an international cast that was, you know, relatively newer, yeah. especially in a Sandler film, right? That wasn't exactly. just the regular guys yeah. you, you see. No, the I mesh that was is a good. good yeah, yeah. The mesh is like, yeah, it's. Yeah, it it's worked. Fun. They were all great, man. Now, and a big part of it. It's like you, yeah. all those like players other than Jen and Adam like need to carry their weight to, to keep uh, you know the story and the stakes where they're at. Because it's a it's a it's a genre comedy. I mean, it's an aware genre film. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like yeah, they all have to be true to the genre 
and the genre is a little tongue in cheek, you have to be kind of winky when yeah. you're in, even in that genre. You do, right? Yeah. Yeah. People want like, that too. Maybe I did kill him. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, like, what's yeah. up? Oh, I couldn't have darling. Like, okay. Like, you know, it's like a cool yeah. place to be. That's yeah. almost funny, but you're, you're using like a critical thinking mind. That's the critical thinking element that's kind of interesting blending that with comedy. Sure. Because you're asking, you know, you're thinking at the same time. Yeah. yeah. And so Sandler saw Game Over Man and that was basically your oh, audition yeah. for it, yeah? Yeah. And I went to Netflix and I pitched my take and how I wanted to make the movie and be truthful to the genre and all that stuff. And mm -hmm. just that's what's up. Adam and Jen are going to be the funny people. Everybody else are going to help elevate them. Yeah. And then I guess... Sandler saw Game Over Man. I know he did because he wondered about if Adam had a prosthetic on or not. <laughs> oh, during, during the extended <laughs> long nude scene? I look, can't uh, remember look. if it was him or Covert, but they, that was like the first thing. It look, Kyle, like, I thought uh, Game Over Man was, uh, was uh, very funny. Uh, uh, was it his real penis? <laughs> it's like, that's so funny that that was one of the first that's things. It's cool that that's how Sandman talks. <laughs> <laughs> it's the coolest, right? <laughs> He's the best. Man. I love that you said that last night, too, that you go, what you see is what you get. Like, just, you know, chill, relatable, b buckles down yeah. to get the job done. So, what does he, does he ask you questions after he sees it, or does he just kind of sign off and go, yeah, this guy could do it? Yeah. So then basically, I was in uh, South by Southwest performing with my band, Fade Up, Fade Out by Yep. Bye. Yep. And I got a call from the producers talking to me about the film. And then they're like, okay, you're going to get a call from, from a number. It's Adam. And then Adam calls me and we just kind of talk about it. I tell him what's up. I'm pacing around in this backyard of Airbnb that we rented. Oh, my God. And Knowing that this call is probably the last call before a choice is made, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Like, it, like the decision was, I think it was even almost made in not my direction. And then it had to come back into, wow. my, into my court. Like, because, and I felt really strongly about doing the, the movie. Mm -hmm. I wanted to say picture right there. I yeah. felt really strongly yeah. about doing the picture. You know, so I like kind of was like, this is my, I got to do this movie. Like, I want it bad. What, what do you think you did that made it sway back to you? I think I just was like very passionate. I think the key to this film for me was like just going back to the core of I want to make movies. Mm -hmm. I want to make movies for as many people as I can. Mm -hmm. And I want, you know, I want people to see it. And I want people to take something away from the film, walk out of the theater and be like, yeah, let's do something like that movie. That ne made me feel good. Yeah. Now, uh, it's Netflix, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's not in the theaters. It's but a movie. Uh, yeah, and, and it's that's one of those debates. Um, yeah, sure. And now like Steven Spielberg is coming out being that's like right. they uh, Netflix movies should not be considered movies, and everyone's like, why is he doing that? And then he announces that he's doing work for the new Apple Netflix knockoff. You're like, oh, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> like, like you wanted to I, get. I hate to be a naysayer to Mr. Spielberg because yeah. I sure. love him, but like I just can't even approach my career by saying what I've done in the last two movies aren't movies. Yes, you know what I mean. Just because of their distribution. Yeah, that, and in terms that doesn't of, make sense. It doesn't. How make many sense. how many people have seen them? How many people enjoyed them? Where people watch them? Like the 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 movie experience isn't what it was five years ago. Yeah. Like, and now now and. T, uh, TVs and sound systems have gotten so great that, yeah, some people for some films, it's a better experience to stay home and just 
flip on a movie and Look, yeah, have everything totally. going. There's yeah. Totally. I mean, movies like Murder Mystery are definitely movies you need to see on a big screen, you know? And so don't just watch it on your laptop. You can and still enjoy the fuck yeah, out of you it. you can. But I encourage you not to. You should be Netflix. You can watch the movie Wonder with Owen Wilson and Julia Roberts and the kid with the fucked up face. You yeah. can watch that on a laptop. <laughs> yeah, I watched yeah. it on a tiny TV on a plane to Hawaii and I bawled my eyes out when I was six Mai Tais. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. So Emotions rock. <laughs> they do when they're 35,000 feet up. <laughs> yeah. Sure. All by myself. <laughs> But this, wow. like, Green Day secret song from Dookie. That was the first song I heard off that album, by the way. How'd you hear the secret song first? Yeah, because it got played to me. Oh, my buddy was like, this off. Dude, my catalog of music took a minute to get curated. Like, I definitely, I had like Angels in the Outfield soundtrack, the Lion King soundtrack, the Jurassic Park soundtrack. Which, it was all in sixth grade, and then which tells you everything you need to know about Adam. Yeah, right and then there. and then uh, <laughs> yeah, Oasis, well, I mean, Champagne, I had, Supernova. I had Oasis. Yes. I had. Sure. But I, Green Day, I had to get put in front of me, and that song was played first. And I was like, "Who the fuck are these guys?" I think guys? it's just cool that you heard the Secret song first. Yeah, yeah. that's just a great character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember, that's how I rolled it. Remember back when you could have Secret songs? Now I yeah, know you can't really do it anymore. No, you can even try and build like a long song, but everybody's like, "I see this coming." I'm yeah, like, it's like, <laughs> oh, when I lo- when, when I load it it says the th- thing is 16 minutes long right. so all right let me fast forward to like here's some okay. music kind of in the background <laughs> yep that was cool that truly is a sign of the times mm-hmm. do you think you'll ever get to a point where you're going to just have so much power and control where you're going to be like in a certain moment like can we reach out to green day and see if they would play write a song for this scene for this chase scene or something or you know like or, or those types of thoughts do you feel like distract you from story and other uh, elements of the film that you shouldn't be aware of or do you got to wear all those hats and be thinking of all that no i mean all that stuff is culturally relevant and like it has a certain audience so if you are trying to like pull an audience in you have to be aware of that i think you have to be aware of the world that we're in and what world you're telling the story within too so you know yeah yeah Uh, it was a it was so fucking good dude and i told you off air i'm saying it on air because i want people (laughs) to see it the you want to be entertained by a movie like this, right? First and foremost. Yes. You want to be invested in the story, and you want the stakes, like we were talking about, to be uh, believable and enough in a comedy to where you're just like, you know, you're on the edge of your seat, but you can you can in 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 another moment lean back and uh, after you've laughed uh, yourself almost off the seat. You know what I'm saying? Right. 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 And Sandler and Aniston are exactly what you want. They're fucking chemistry is locked and loaded. Uh, you it got really the, is. You got and the best out the, of them, man. And even in the preview, uh, some of the interactions you have, you you, you just get, you, like, you see them, you go, I know that couple. Yeah. Or, God forbid, you are that couple. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, where, right. where, you, where you've been married a long time, things have gotten a little stale, and now you're more annoyed by your partner than Dude, anything. Dude, exactly. And if you're that type of relationship Mm -hmm. odds are you're gonna not even go out to a movie you're gonna want to be at home right and watch a flick yeah and so you're putting that on 
and it's like, hey, you know what? Yeah, like, what are we doing? Why not? Like, yeah, let's go. Let's have some fun. What are we doing sitting next to each other then? Yeah, I I love. So what? So what? So what you're saying is, is if you're having questions about your marriage, watch Murder Mystery. Yeah. You'll get divorced and you'll be happier. That's what we're saying. That'll and be your last I think memory. I think that I think that should be on the poster. And then it'll be so not, sad you'll go back and watch the movie again just yeah. to think of the good times. Yeah, yeah, yeah your yeah. last good times. Oh yeah. my God, I'm not endorsing that. <laughs> So, but I mean, beep, beep. <laughs> this, this film, man. Uh, I mean, Adam kind of briefly touched about it, where it's the what the largest budget that yeah for a Netflix comedy yeah yeah, and, yeah and it's up there. You can tell, man, too. Like, and you told me last night. I mean, the dude, and here's again the comedy with. Uh, within the high stakes uh, action of it and and suspense, the action scenes were killer. Um, you said it was the first f- movie to get to shoot on the um, Monte Carlo. Yeah, uh, at the Formula One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Formula One are these cars that just go oh, yeah. so fucking that's, fast, that's man. Their only, that's and, the only yeah, that they're designed to do. Yeah, they have three hundred people. Yeah. 100 are there on site monitoring the car's diagnostic, like running diagnostics it's on insane. it and stuff. And then 200 people are remote in the country that they're from yeah. watching the car as well. These things are rocket ships. And Formula One is this sport where, kind of like soccer, where Americans don't know about it, but then you go to any other country and it's like the most popular thing. It was such a cool thing to like get into their world for a little bit. Because yeah. I had to, I, I went to Monte Carlo three times i mean geez just that that sentence alone (laughs) leading up to shooting Mm -hmm. and every time it was like as they were building around this city like putting up bleachers putting up sky boxes blocking off off streets putting up fences and every time i come back i'm like wow you guys are really gonna race fucking cars around these streets like yeah. this is crazy and not and just I'm any like, cars the fastest cars. yeah and yeah. then i'm like okay they're the fastest but i i haven't seen a lot of racing in person you know so i was yeah. not at all ready for what i did see because these things are honestly they will shake your whole soul you can be like yeah 11th floor up in you know uh, up in the Ritz Carlton where they had me up in dude it was insane Ritz Carlton Monte Carlo (laughs) yeah who are you during the F1 does fucking does I mean is Clooney's like can I come over and use your soap yeah I had to do my laundry and it cost two (laughs) hundred dollars Oh, because they for use one pair. Of I had to, my, underwear. Yeah, yeah. Just because Fuck. I couldn't find fucking Dude. napkin, bro. <laughs> Dude, that's that. gotta be that. That's gotta be insane. Where where you're like half expecting like the go, the ghost of Robin Leach to pop out of the toilet and go. Kyle Newichek was staying at his Ritz Carlton in the Monte Carlo, enjoying his Formula One. And you're like, what the fuck is my life, dude? I got to go on the um the the runway when they were starting, mm-hmm. when everybody was when all the drivers were getting in their cars and yeah. everybody's out there talking and talking to news and stuff. I was out there with a camera shooting one of the characters, and we were the first one to ever do it, and it was like just. It was rad. But How much in an experience like this are you eyes locked on what's happening and another set of eyes kind of being like, I'm looking around, just taking everything in? You know, I think like with something like this, I'm almost like eyes are locked on what's happening. Yeah, I'm not really taking in. I do have like cool videos and stuff oh, of good. like when I'm out in the water of uh, Monte Carlo and I can see three countries and I'm like, I have a shot in the movie that's like, Monte Carlo, France, and Italy. And it's like, it's just go. all three countries <laughs> in one shot. So I do have those photographed yeah. and I have them in the movie. 
which is cool. So I can go back and be like, oh yeah, that was so dope. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I guess also the movie is your giant memory of. It kind of is yeah. like a travelogue because those are the locations that I picked and those are the angles that I picked. And well, those you picked those the, locations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, we were, we had to. I had was to. this insane budget before you even get attached? Were they knowing like, okay, this is, this is going to be a big yeah, one? Yeah, they know they okay. know what it is. I was one of the last people to be aboard this film. Oh, really? Wouldn't that okay. be great if it was $2 million and Kyle was like, I think we need another ninety-eight to go to Monte Carlo. <laughs> like, We're shooting on a soundstage in Glendale. Not with me. <laughs> Not with me or not. All right, cool. Pack your bags. You want to do this with <laughs> there needs to be a, bucks? There needs to be a yacht. <laughs> yeah. No, it was already set in stone. I mean, they okay. had already done, like, actually, Happy Madison had already done, like, a little bit of scouting. Like, they mm-hmm. had gone to Italy once. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had, like, some preliminary pictures. And then, like, I went to work with them, and they lined it all out. We were looking at this map, and he was like, this is Monte Carlo. This is where we got to go. This is the Formula One. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. This is Italy. We're going to start here on the beach. We're going to go up to Milan, and then we're going to go up to Como. Oh, and then, you know. Like, as in like, Lake Como? Yeah, yeah. And as that, in Clooney's Como? As in Clooney's. I mean, the chase scene in the movie, you got you got Clooney's. Clooney's right there. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Were it's there any- on the street. You yeah. know, it's like. Yeah. Were there any Clooney sightings? <laughs> uh, Does I he mean, stop by? Clooney, Clooney, it's almost too close to joke about. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like Adam and Jen went over yeah. to Clooney's house. Of course Like one did. of the evenings, you know, and just like went over there. And I come to set the next day. I'm like, all right, what are we doing? And then I hear him talking like, yeah, I couldn't believe him. like Clooney. He's so nice. He just made pizzas in his oven. And I'm like, What? <laughs> You guys just made pizzas? What's yeah, up? That yeah. sounds dope. <laughs> yeah, Clooney cheese? What yeah. kind of pizza you make? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. All the questions, dude. You wanna, yeah, you yeah. just, yeah, just want to know everything. Just because I love Ninja Turtles. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to fuck a about Donatello Clooney. guy? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I bet you. I'm a Donatello guy Me through too. and through, man. Me too. I'm all about it. Me too. All about it. That was your main guy, yeah? Heart. Heart, yeah. baby. He was. <laughs> Emotions. He rock. was, yeah. Yeah. And I think that reflects your directorial style thank you i asked you this too last night and i want you to speak more to it because you know you do have such a a crazy work ethic and you're so dialed in when you're on a project and you have a very like you know soft uh, and articulate way of of breaking down what needs to get done and what you see for the for the picture and the story but also like you know i've worked with a handful of directors you got a real like relatable chill uh, that some people could probably perceive as almost like too laid back style, right? Yeah, yeah, to where yeah. they're like, does this guy even know what he's doing? You yeah. know, if they don't know you, but then also then you hear you talk for 30 seconds about what's happening and you go, oh no, he knows exactly what the fuck's happening. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but um, how do you balance the staying chill and staying you uh, and bringing that to the set, but then also knowing when to maybe like ramp it up and get a little more like serious if there's, you know, if you, if there's just you know you need to stay on schedule or you're behind or or some, you're not getting what you need, you know. I think like you know I just know and I've been on a set for ten years now under mm-hmm. like high stress environments yeah. where there is like I know the machine, the first assistant director, the you know the director of photography, all how how and where to push the actors, like the writers. You just got to push everybody. I'm running around mm-hmm. set like a lot where I'm like, okay, video, producer's village is all the way over there. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Jamie, does this make sense? 
you know, the writer. Like, does this make sense? Is this cool? What do you guys think? Like, are you feeling this joke? Anything that can beat this joke? Anything that can beat this moment? Oh, that's hella funny. <laughs> Jen, what about maybe doing this? You don't want to... Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's actually funnier. Okay, All great. Right, be right back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit, dude. Okay, we're ready. Let's rock. So then... <laughs> damn, man. And that whole time, like, the DP's making a change on the light. Because yeah. before that, I'm like, it felt bumpy on the dolly. You know what I mean? Hold on. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a it's I, a big... I would hate to be in your Fitbit challenge group where you're just like <laughs> he's killing yeah. it with his steps this week. What yeah, the fuck yeah. is he doing? At, at, at any point when you're was there any hesitation when you're like I've got to go tell Adam Sandler to do this or I've got to go tell Jennifer Aniston to do this. Was there anything in your head that's like or not to do oh, this? Oh god. Yeah, or yeah, or not or not to do something. Like was was I there mean, anything in your head that Sometimes I guess like no, I don't know that I was like ever hesitant because mm -hmm. we had playback, you know. Sure. So it was kind of like fucking tight, bro. What, what's happening here? Sorry, yeah. Bro. You know what? My uh, fifteen-year-old like nephew is calling me to donate to his football team's um, cool. jersey we'll, things. We'll Take a it. smoke break. We'll it, <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what? Maybe I should pick it up. Let me just see. I'll think about when I hesitated. Mm -hmm. When I got shook. <laughs> oh, dang, 15-year-old nephew asking for money and then doesn't pick it up when I call you back? Mm. Fuck you, Timmy. <laughs> oh, Timmy. Oh. He's Timmy. He's addicted to the hub, apparently. Okay. Go. All right. The hub. Oh, yeah. There's the only one hub. The P-H well, hub. There's a grub hub, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hub I'm interested in. So funny, dude. Completely forgot about their services. <laughs> Use them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely don't get them mixed up. Sure. Absolutely. Hey, can I get two dildos with a side of ranch? <laughs> and, um, okay. Yeah. Uh, yes. What was it again? Now? Uh, hesitation on yeah. uh, giving uh, critique notes. and notes. Yeah. I mean, it's like you just, you just kind of read it and uh, read the room, read what's going on, you know, mm -hmm. read the relationship, see like how... If something feels a little off, like how to move it, I'm, I'm not like a very specific guy. I speak more like into like, like after I, I never will go like after this word, take mm -hmm. another beat and mm -hmm. then think about this. Oh, sure. I'll be like, and hey, make that Sandler at, face. Yeah, I'll be yeah. like at this moment, you know, you might be thinking like, holy, what the? And I'll give a major subtext, like major mm -hmm. slang subtext. That's kind yeah. of like my directorial style is give them the subtext and then have them kind of find or and then push them in directions uh, either way like emotionally yeah mm -hmm. if it's like more of this yeah and oftentimes i try and go more of this rather than less of this because gotcha. less of this is like implies you did something wrong so you're giving them notes without being like you're fucking up aniston exactly <laughs> exactly like <laughs> don't exactly do that. like yeah I'm, yeah so 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 that so that phrase like come on sandler hey like, rachel that, like that was never done <laughs> you're uh you yeah, give okay. me a little more phoebe on this one <laughs> no it, it, it yeah. was really like it was really i was I, this is the first project where i was <clears throat> only a director mm. i wasn't a producer okay so a lot of the <laughs> making movies on a producerial level is fucking bullshit <laughs> it sucks mm -hmm. because you're just like dealing with every fire that happens and on a movie like this right. fires happen every fucking oh, sure. 20 minutes with, in with different production time zones. this size you're just I mean, like fuck yeah I mean like what <clears throat> 
well, like we can't afford to make the design you wanted. We have to slim down the design. It's like, what? We can't get a, a sixth Ferrari out. You know what I mean? We can't get a real Ferrari. We can't, with those kind of things. Like you can't yeah. get this car that you wanted. It's not there. This boat's too small to fit in this fucking harbor. And you're like, oh my God, this boat's too big to fit in the harbor. And it's like yeah. all these logistics were real where it's like you're dealing with oceans and land and you're like how do you fit this here how do sure. we get this boat here that's where we're shooting so that's the producer's job is to really be like on their phone okay. those are typing not feet yeah <laughs> <laughs> they got the same thing same noise yeah but they're 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 handling, handling the lo- that the logistics of it right and and, that, and and that's something that you've had to do in the past absolutely and at now, the director's chair i've also had to been like hearing yeah. almost all of the logistical issues right because i have a tendency to take those on sure because i'm very i very much want to know what's happening with the film yeah uh and yeah this one i was only directing so it allowed me to kind of draw a line that i had never drawn before mm. where i was like i'm the fucking creative guy yeah that's it yeah and that's, and, and that's freeing in a way right yeah. it was it was very freeing where i'm like i if, you, if I'm talking about something, it means we got to do this because the movie is suffering. You know, mm-hmm. I want you to know that I only give a fuck about that. <laughs> and then so, when I'm off, my family. That's yeah. It. yeah. So, so when they're talking about how, like, the boat is too big to fit in a harbor, you're, you're like, I'm not involved in this. Tell me when you have a boat, and then I'll, I'll figure out how to light it, shoot it, and do, and, and do all that stuff. Kind of. Kind yeah. of. It's like, look, whatever this is what I think right now, but I'm not going to bang my head against the wall because I got to go collaborate with the writers and make right. sure that the story is solid and make sure the characters are solid and make sure we have a cast and stuff like that. So I was taking a really major role. I was I was only really focusing on that. And it was mm-hmm. cool because like putting together an ensemble, I mean, Game Over Man has a hell of an ensemble as well. I'll like say. It's an amazing ensemble. And you have, yeah, you have major celebrities just doing like little bit parts, whether it be Joel McHale or whatever, yeah. like, like just coming in just for like yeah. a little thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, man. And like this, this one was just on another level because I wasn't aware of a lot of these actors prior to hiring them. Yeah. Like I did not know... I mean, I knew like Luke Evans mm-hmm. from Beauty and the Beast. Sure, like and and he's great, and and I really thought he was. Wait, awesome. he was Gaston, right? Oh yeah. Oh mm-hmm. shit, that's where. And I just saw him in um, Ma. Yeah, he's in Ma yeah. too. Yeah. Fuck, he's in I Scotty's knew film. Yeah. yeah, that guy is uh, is good. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, man. just a powerful. Uh, and I saw him like uh, he was like singing on some tonight show and he just had such a charisma and like a mm-hmm. wit and i was like oh man we need this brit named cavendish and he's like just so mm-hmm. like stunning and like dashing but also like fuck you yeah. kind of thing you know yeah. and so like he he fit perfectly and then he just ended up coming out man he's you watch best. a lot of tapes for uh yeah i watch a lot you know there's such a process of casting where there's a lot of people that are saying like prove to me you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you can really be like, prove, like, is this the right person for the role? That it's mm-hmm. like, you end up watching quite a bit of stuff during the process. Like, I might have my mind made up, but other people might not have their minds made up. So in that time, I'm watching to make sure that my mind was yeah. <laughs> was right, yeah. you know? How much convincing <clears throat> did it take 
for uh, to get Eric Griffin into the film. <laughs> <laughs> this is I would the assume question. None. Let's talk I would about assume none. Let's talk about sunshine. <laughs> I had seen like Eric in the film in my mind for for like a while. Like mm-hmm. it was like who's going to play Jimmy? Yeah. And we were like I think we auditioned a few guys. I can't even remember who it was. But we auditioned a few guys, and it was mm-hmm. like nobody was really clicking. And then I'm looking for like some crossover, you know, because sure. I like to have a trail. Yeah, you like to like have some people go, oh, now like this is another new. I joint. know that yeah. it's yeah. a Kyle Newcheck <clears throat> movie. Yeah, and it yeah. was kind of hard to like fit the guys in. I did sure. fit Adam in. Adam's got a frame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get to that though. Yeah. But like, sure. But so then An extended penis scene again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Be grateful it was just that. Yeah. <laughs> in all your movies. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So Eric was like, uh, he was my guy and I sent him to covert and I sent him to Sandler early on, but I don't think Sandler checked him out really. Mm-hmm. And I sent him to covert covert liked him. That was cool. The other producers like dug him. Like we just sent a clip of his stand up. Yeah. It's like fuck yeah, this is. He's Jimmy. just so <clears throat> cartoony and expressive and grounded. And yeah, everything you want. And then something happened where some communication chain got broken somewhere, and we were like late on hiring Jimmy, and we had to fucking hire Jimmy. And so I was like, whoa, I thought we were good on Jimmy. What's up? Let's get Eric. And so I like hit up Eric and Eric's like, dude, I'm already doing this independent film. And I'm like, what? No, you got to come out to Montreal. You, you like Sandler wants you like now at yeah. this point, Sandler was like, give me Jimmy. Where's Jimmy? I mean, and that's the sequel. It's going to be called give me Jimmy. Yeah. And so I had to like call Eric and be like. And be like, dude, you gotta, we gotta make this work somehow, man. Yeah. You go, let us talk to the other production and see if we can move some things around for you guys and help offset that. And we did. And I Thank think God. that I think that they, you know, they obviously worked it out. And then sure. Jimmy came up, Eric, Eric flew up, and all of a sudden, day one, man, it was Sandler and Eric, which was fucking rad. Because mm-hmm. I had a homie right there. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And and me and Sandler had been like hanging out for like probably about a week at this point. So we were in. We were in on each other. Like Good. it's like, mm-hmm. fuck yeah, we're doing this. Nice. And we had been texting for months before, but he was working on his stand up. His head was like in oh, his hundred percent fresh stand up. Right. So how much? So when you're texting <clears throat> with uh, with Sandler, what is it? And you're just like, yo, is this so is so fucking good. His hundred percent fresh is the best. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's such yeah. a. It, it, I I I He's watched do another it one for sure. I watched it thinking like, there's no way it can be as good as everyone is saying it is. Right. And right. then I watched it, and that's the one of the first times ever I had really high expectations, and then they were exceeded. Yeah. I was just like, oh fuck, it is. As a the, as a it, filmmaker, it how did you uh, enjoy it? Just like you know, because it was shot beautifully in the multiple spots. Oh yeah. man, he was um, showing me clips oh, cool. throughout the pre production. Nice. And he would bring me in, and like he brought me in and played the Chris Farley song, and I was like, yeah. that was a very surreal moment because I was like watching Chris Farley. I was watching Adam Sandler sing Chris Farley and he's sitting next to me and I'm seeing it for the first time and I'm remembering when we were in seventh grade and we like had our drama class do a fucking minute of silence for Chris Farley and we were all just like shocked and then I'm like tearing up and I'm next to Sandler and I'm just like what is going on this is like connected in the coolest way 
Yeah. Like, and it feels good. It feels emotional and it feels rad. But like, yeah. like Man, that he just, wanted to share that with you was a pretty special thing. Yeah. And, and I mean, it was all so funny. And then he shared with me all, I saw a lot of stuff that didn't make it into, into the movie. Nice. And I was like, he was like, yeah, I'm doing this show tonight. PTA is DP in it. And I was like, what? PTA's DPing because he DP'd part of that, that uh, the stuff that was shot at um, the El Rey. Yeah. Okay. He like DP'd that stuff and he shot it on film. So I was like in Italy trying to make the movie, <laughs> and the same production dude is like, "Fucking PT wants to shoot the whole thing on film. We can't even find fucking film. <laughs> Who does he think he is?" And I'm like, "Oh man, that's cool. Are you gonna do it?" He's like, "Of course we're gonna do it." <laughs> That's it's PTA. Awesome. You know? I yeah. love that. What? Uh, so just having him, uh, Eric, be there was uh, what gives you this just extra sense of. <clears throat> it just feels like you know it's a it's a little bit of comfort. It's a little bit of home on day one. Like it was a real crazy prep, and it was like being set off just like, hey man, what's up? Like casual. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it was. It's a high stress environment, but be able being able to put off a casual vibe was like. It helped having Eric there, you know. And you told me that, <coughs> oh, that and Ian then we, Sandler like kind of got. Uh, yeah, well, we we did the shit in Montreal. We went through all that stuff, yeah, and yeah. then all of his. We ended up reshooting the beginning. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so then we have to do it all again in yeah. L.A. Like Does you that, know, fucking seven months. I think later. I saw him actually. He was like, "I gotta do fucking reshoots." <laughs> Flew me out. Got me get out of some shit. Gotta go back. I, you know, it, it is what it is, man. I, no, I'm happy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. It's, oh, yeah. Look at you, Adam, to say, oh, be happy you're doing a movie. <laughs> My motherfucker, I flew there. They didn't get it. You didn't get it? <laughs> I mean, just Dude. so. So, yeah. So Do then, you have to bump the independent film again? Like, hey, guys. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We got to it We're doing reshoots, right. so. Right. No, he was, uh, We then we were all sitting around a table, and then Eric was like, Rib and Sandler because he was Sandler. Eric was talking about his stand-up special, right. and like, mm-hmm. and like, Sandler was like, "Oh yeah, it's good. It was good." And then Eric kind of caught him in something, and Eric's like, "Hold up, you ain't seen my special, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> and Sandler was like, "I I saw it. I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> I saw commercials." And Eric's like, and, "And this is like, there's a whole restaurant filled with people, and, and like, everyone's listening. <clears throat> like that's what happens in those big yeah, scenes. And people Sandler get- did see clips. Yeah." You know what I mean? Yeah. To his credit, sure. Eric should fucking chill. <laughs> <laughs> like Sailor did watch clips yeah. and, mm-hmm. and he knew his bitch. Sure. Yeah. But Eric <clears throat> says, What was I wearing? <laughs> <laughs> An outfit. And then, yeah, and then Sailor's like, What were you wearing? You were wearing uh he's still riding it. And Eric's like, You didn't watch it. <laughs> you know, I was wearing a camouflage jacket. And I was like, camouflage, I knew it. And then it's like everybody's kind of laughing. I'm oh like, what the fuck God. is going on over there? And then they come back and Eric's just like complaining to me. He's like, he didn't watch my special. <laughs> like, what do you want? That is that that is one thing that I That's love. I love and respect about there. Eric Griffin is that he will act the same way around Adam Sandler as he will an extra, as he will the director. Oh, Fucking, yeah. Eric is Eric is Eric is Eric. Barack, Barack Obama can walk into <laughs> to Eric's place and he'd be like, you know you're only the first 
half black president, right? Like he, like, like he, like he lay would do down. that shit to, yeah. yeah. Let yeah. me lay it down for you. It, it, it's madness. And that, and, but hey, once again, that kind of stuff has to make you feel comfortable when you're on a set like that. Cause it's, you, because, because that's the Eric, you know, dude, I spent a decade with that guy. Like yeah. it's, he's such a funny dude and he, he mm. has grown so much as a performer. Oh, it yeah. was honestly an honor to like put him in the film with Sandler. It was so cool. What did you see? He uh, will have a problem with how much we're talking about him on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. The other cameo, Adam's cameo, is on the airplane, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the Adam and Jamie Demetrio from Game Over Man because basically Jen wanders into first class. Yeah. And you see uh, somebody's watching Game Over Man mm. on there. <laughs> on their screen so <laughs> why not that's so one of those things where kid. you go why not well yeah totally i was yeah. like this is cool like i can cement this into this movie Fuck. let's go yes like yeah why uh now you didn't want to um hitchcock it up and put yourself uh in anywhere i mean think I, about that i yeah i think about it every once in a while this one it was so big scope was so big yeah. i was like nah so maybe be the guy that did it Mm-hmm. Yeah, I right. just kind of wanted to be like uh, the director, yeah. you know. Yeah, like that's why I didn't do Game Over Man either. It's yeah, like, right. I just want to direct. You know, I'm not with uh, yeah. with uh, with the size of this film. What was the biggest challenge that you had on set? Um, I don't know, man. I mean, the biggest challenge was probably just moving around the globe. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, how many different countries? France. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Well, hold on. Well, there's America. Sure. Yeah. America, as we like <laughs> America. to call it here. Um, Canada. Sure. So that's Montreal. Mm-hmm. And then... Didn't use it. France. <laughs> and then France, because Monte Carlo is like a province right. just below France. Okay. Italy. Lake, Lake Como. Lake Como, Milan, and the Liguria coast. Dang. Which got taken out by a tidal wave. Originally? No, right after we shot. Jesus. Like the dock that they drive on in yeah. the movie, it's yeah. it's all like kind of, it's it got washed up, man, by some big old waves. Wow. Was there ever a discussion like, are we going to piss off some people by putting this stuff in the movie that for a place that now no, no longer no, exists? No, no. I mean, or? I think it's like cool because. Nice tribute? Yeah, I think it's cool because we got to photograph it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Have you worked uh, the the car scene is insane. Have you worked with kind of expensive cars before and stunt in stunt driving like uh, that? Not really. I mean, I did. Uh, you know, the car chase is something. Uh, Blake and <laughs> Blake uh, Durs came to the premiere, and mm-hmm. afterwards, Blake was like, "I've always wanted to see that car chase because in workaholics, it's, it's we would like, shit. In workaholics, we would talk about doing a car chase like that. You yeah. know what I mean? We would talk about like. Wasn't the there one chase. with them jumping out of uh, the back of a, a van, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. There, it's absolutely, I shot it, I made it. Yeah. It was a cool sequence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not a car chase like the car chase in the movie. Yes, right. The car chase in the movie is a chase done properly, and it was like a chase where I had time, mm-hmm. had money, had creativity, had the right forces. Gary Powell is the second unit director on the film, and he's the guy who did uh, James Bond, Oh, okay. Um, um, Casino Royale, the parkour chase. Oh, shit. Okay. Wow. And he did all of them after that. He actually did like every Bond. So like all the chases in Bond, he's he's done them. And you've got that guy. So I've got that guy. You're in in good hands. Yeah, in a comedy. And so I just have to make sure that the beats are there and proper. And also 
what can you pull off for this? Like, I know nothing about action at this right. scope. If if you think you can do it, let's go, and yeah. I'll then we'll talk about it. If I get too much, let me know. Because that because that's such a specific skill. I mean, you can go in there and be like, here's some things I want to do, but then there might be some drivers that just go, yeah, that that cars don't do that <laughs> right right and you kind of leave it in their hands they're yeah. getting like you know rally car racers and like the best racers mm -hmm. in europe to come and like and right like, you know jump over shit and like crash through stuff and, yeah and we pieced it out and so i was just trying to interface that's also a big moment in the script where jen and adam like have their like i love you kind of like yeah. this is this is great like yeah. everything no matter what happens this was dope right okay and then it's it's great so that moment comes through in the car chase so that mm -hmm. was like kind of hard to 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 balance on a pre-production and production level where yeah. it's like okay i have to have so many people understand the exact the exact specific beats of this right because they're shooting out on lake coma like going around the lake at high speeds and i am with jen and adam in a soundstage mm -hmm. getting them to match Oh, what wow. they did and it's basically like a two or three week process yeah with one crew working underneath when i'm shooting something else and then we meet up and i put them in it on the blue screen and stuff that's an insane thing and that was cool because jen when when i saw jen and adam in those yeah in that i was like oh man she rocks like she yeah dude Honestly, like when you see the movie, I guess when this comes out, you'll already have saw, yep. seen it. But mm -hmm. that joke where that, that got her into the driver's seat is like something that me and my assistant came up with. And it's mm -hmm. just such a heater and it empowers her and she's driving and she looks so fucking good driving and she just kicks so much ass. I want to make her an action star so bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'm just like, I mean, that's that's the next one. Dude, she would. She, she crushes. She's the best. Well, in in, uh, in Murder Mystery Two, Gimme Jimmy, uh, <laughs> she's gonna be back doing yeah. a lot, doing a lot of action sequences. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you talk about that? I'm always curious about that last day of shooting. Uh, and you've done this so much now. Like when you rap on something, do you uh, do you kind of start to let your guard down a little bit more and start to be like, well. Fuck, uh, hit me up. What are you doing? Like, and try to make plans, or you just kind of stay professional about it and be like, "This was fucking dope. Hopefully, we do it again. Um, have a bomb ass summer. Sign their, <laughs> yeah. sign their yearbook to their yeah. face. You know what I'm saying? Like, or do you, uh, you know what I'm saying? Or do, it was or a lot of that. Yeah. It was a lot of like, have a nice summer. See you whenever we get planted together again. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? With a lot of the crew and stuff like that, because um, it was definitely appeal which is like uh, an intense shoot, you know? It mm -hmm. was like we were grinding. We were grinding really hard to yeah. get it done. My it, instincts would be like, yo, Sandman, like, when we get back, like, let's get a weekly b-ball game. Like, what are you doing for the yeah, finals? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. let's, I don't want this friendship to end, but you're also, <laughs> right. I want it to build, in fact, you know? Well, we just finished working together. You know what I mean? So basically, like, we just finished that process in our relationship. And, I mean, he's the best. I truly consider him a friend now. You know, uh, of course, still hero and legend and walking icon. Yeah. But like, you know. That has to be weird. Like, it never, obviously, you, you become more comfortable and your relationship grows through through working together. But I'm, I'm sure still, if you get a text and it says on your phone, Adam Sandler, you're just like, 
what the fuck? Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, it's like when, you know, Brad was a fan of mine for a long time. And then when Huge he first fan. came over here, he I saw had, all my... I had locks of his hair. Locks of my hair. <laughs> He'd been to Universal Studios and see me as Wolverine. He saw the VHS of me oh as the Cowardly God. Lion in The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, and like, that's my elementary. I, I had locks of his ass hair. That takes a while to get. <laughs> wow, wow. That, you got to go on eBay. I gave him to him. <laughs> Early, <mean>. eBay. <laughs> Early eBay. Early <laughs> The dark eBay. <laughs> the dark eBay. Deep in dark the bowels. Dark eBay. Dark There's eBay. a hold that you do not want to go on dark <laughs> yeah. eBay. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that that that's what you rent right after Black Ice. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, because we talked about he plays music, so we talked about oh, jamming yeah. and stuff like that. And go. I just was kind of like, you know, it, it felt like let's finish this project and see what's up, and like let the work speak for itself. And kind the movie of movie does like, what it does. Yeah, and he's been he went straight from shooting the movie to making the Safdie Brothers project called uh, uh, Camera was called, but it's like a Diamond District movie where he. Oh, it's going to be That's, dope. Like, he sent me, like, pictures of him in character. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm always... Like, I'm always... Really? Oh, yeah. That, it's always insane. Oh, yeah. He me. went weirder. than He went, yeah. like, into a cooler, crazier spot, more dramatic space. And now he's, like, coming back. Yeah. That's, all, that, that, that's always so insane Safety to me. Brothers. That, yeah. that you can have a guy uh, who is like an M. Sandler who just is insanely successful, has all has all the money in the world, just finished this great project, and then his immediate thing is, well, now I gotta go on the next one. And it was a it was a small independent film. Wow. It was like something where I know he was like subsidizing his costs and stuff. It was that small where production so, wasn't paying for it. So. Yeah. So he, so he, he goes and gives to the time. art. Yeah, he yeah. goes and gives to the art. Like that's the thing about Adam is he's an artist. You know, he just is. Mm-hmm. Like what he did with his stand-up special was revolutionary, and I couldn't. When I saw it, I could not believe that people had not done it yet. Yeah, you know that they hadn't taken and like broken time down like that. Sure, switched with time and place and jokes and yeah, and played with that editorially. Yeah, the I mean the closest thing would be Chris Rock's Kill the Messenger, but that was like one timeline exactly through the whole thing. Exactly, he approached this like a skate video approaches their clips, where it's like I'm gonna go out and go get a trick real quick, so come out and film me, right? And then you know at the end of the year, I know he shot that thing for two years. At the end of the two years, he puts it all together in a way that just shows almost like travelogue style, you know, almost yeah. like this is where I've been. This is what I've been doing. Right. You didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. But this is what I've been and up to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Unless it's you like, saw how does Adam Sandler live? go so deep undercover like that? You know, it, 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 that, that, that also boggled my mind because especially in this time of social media, you just assume that everyone's going to be filming and shooting and like going like, hey, Adam just did this great. It's not like, how did we not know about the Chris Farley song before the Chris Farley song came out? Right. That's ma- that's madness to me. That, yeah. That 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 didn't go viral in, in some way, and that's just a tribute to him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if 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 you had to look back at like, was there one particular movie that you saw growing up where you're like, that's that's the film I want to make one day? You know, I think I did look at a lot of. Spielberg's movies Mm -hmm. like that's definitely what I want to make and then after that it was like looking at Die Hard and stuff like that which is why like you know Game Over Man happened Yeah. yeah but like this one I was clicking into kind of like you know that um Raiders of the Lost Ark adventure kind Mm -hmm. of like Indiana Jones type adventure film I used to love those movies man yeah like 
and, and, even Hook. Hook was one of those films. And, and there's like something about there. yeah. And there's something about like you say going going to these locations. Yeah. That there's something like there, there's something that just can't be recreated in a soundstage. There's something where it's like you have to go. You ha- you have to go. You have to be shooting in these locations. So you see the vastness. You see the natural beauty. You see everything that is that location. And really, I think like the location can sometimes be a, a character in itself. Yeah, it can. And I think if you're making it on a soundstage, it's going to inherently become, like, tougher to ground. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be tougher to ground, even, mm-hmm. even if it's just in performance, because they're not in the environment. They're not breathing the air. Right. Exactly. You know, so, like, grounding is, yeah. yeah. How, was the, uh, how was the weed in, in, uh, in Italy? It, in Italy? Yeah. Non-existent, man. What? Yeah, they just had CBD. How did CBD. you not shut down production? <laughs> CBD. I had my vape. I, I vaped okay. all summer last year. That's what it was. <laughs> it was like, it was a lot of vaping because I didn't. I was traveling so much too, mm-hmm. so I was just throwing it in my like you know in it's my. It's so pocket. great to travel with. <clears throat> yeah, separated back. I was always worried about Germany, but nothing happened in Germany. Why? I don't know. They said Germany's really tough. <laughs> So I was you're, like, brave, yeah. you're, you're, you're a brave man. With yeah. just drugs in general or just on Jews? Uh, oh, God, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. No, yeah. I think they're fine now. <laughs> <All right>. Which one? <laughs> I think, I'm, I think the, on Jews one. But yeah, yeah, I was traveling around with a vape. That's what I was doing. Yeah. And it was, it was very helpful for me because there was definitely a lot of anxiety making a movie of this size. Like just, sure. walking, yeah, dude. just walking into the stages and seeing like the sets and how they were being built. And it was just like this level of craftsmanship is far and away uh, greater than I've ever seen and having to like make my mind jump that gap into this next level as fast and as quickly as I can and make it look like I'm not even processing that. (laughs) Oh my God. That is so you just You just saying that makes you want to toke right now just to be like, I need to chill. (laughs) Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, it gets wild. Did you pep talk yourself like on the flight over like that to me? Like once you boarded the, the flight here in L.A., and went over to be there for how many months? Um, I was working on the movie for like four or five months total. Right. Yeah. So like, and that was like I did the trip like around the world three right. times. Yep. Jeez. And then my wife joined me and in Montreal, and we kind of stayed in Montreal for twenty five days, and mm. then moved all of our shit to Italy, and then was in Italy for another like twenty twenty two or twenty four days, something like that. It was like a fifty day shoot. Wow, maybe something a little bit longer than that. But that and that was yeah, because we had like a week hiatus to get used to like the time zone and shit. Like because <laughs> we had to. Are you? Are like you four days? Four are you days. over prepping though? Like on that initial flight, are you like? All right, oh, let me just chill out, or am dude, I reading I, the script every flight just to I'm make... over prepping always, dude. And it's like kind of like a bummer because I draw so many pictures that don't end up being in the movie. Mm-hmm. But I'm getting into the art of the film yeah. and getting yeah. into like the framing and the shape of it and all that. So it's like, I'm always bummed when I'm like, Oh, I don't want to do this shot. Uh, that scene's not in the movie anymore. I want to do this <laughs> shot. Oh no, that character's hey, fucking man, gone. I got to do that. <laughs> Especially for a project like this, you'd rather be overprepared and then yeah. stuff goes away. Then, then, then they go, all right, we're setting up for this shot. And you're like, wait, what? Dude, this was, <laughs> what a, shot? <laughs> this was like a dream job, you yeah. know, like, like truly I was like pinching myself all the time mm-hmm. because it's like, I just remember being in like seventh grade and like, there was like a Hollywood dance, Hollywood themed dance. 
Mm-hmm. And there were all these like black and white pictures of like stars or like directors sitting in directors' chairs and producers, and it Fuck. kind of was like on set still photography. And at the end of the night, I just like grabbed a bunch of them. Like I was like, but I didn't grab any of them with the stars. I grabbed all the behind the scenes shit. Like no stars, way. Yeah, like Starship Troopers behind the scenes. There you go. I went home and I put like fucking like probably. 25 of these things up on my wall like right above my dresser and every day like all through high school i was like looking at these people through still images imagining being like wow and learning the very basics of like editing and filming at that point too so the way teen girls would have like you know half naked pictures of leo and kirk cameron you had the behind the scenes of starship Troopers. i had danny devito producing starship troopers which blew my mind shut the fuck up shut up that's one of my favorite movies by the way yeah i fucking love that movie he's got his hands in a lot of things you know and so i was like starting to open up where i'm like wait what and then you know like probably five years later six years later i found myself at film school still kind of grinding mm-hmm. and so this this job it was like and we just had the premiere and i mean i wore a tuxedo to the premiere yeah talk about the premiere by the way because oh, game over man. man premiere was epic but like this one was here's like the you t- away from you know like not attached to the, like that was all like you guys together right and so yeah. this is kind of like you at the helm this was a solo That's different. this was a solo uh venture yeah mm-hmm. yeah but uh it was wild man because basically like you know the the, the carpet was crazy lots of people there the, a lot a of the, premiere too yeah, right exactly. yeah well sandler drives up in his own car fuck yeah dude so no i'm dressed i'm dressed in a tuxedo yeah. i get all nice me and my wife get all nice yeah. and i'm like because i dressed up I, I looked up director premiere and i saw steven spielberg in a tux and i'm like i'm just gonna wear my tux i got married in that's what's there you up go. fuck yeah dude you know like i'm doing it. i'm the director of a giant movie i'm gonna yes i'm gonna look the part yes you know? yeah that's what's up. this is partly well, like what i gotta do yeah well yeah because like when when People go like, "Who is this new?" Quote, you know, new, but <laughs> yeah, obviously right. you've been doing this forever. But like, who who is this new director? You don't want to be like, "Oh, the guy in uh, cargo shorts and Crocs." Exactly. That you want to be like, "That's the guy who embodies like the golden That's age director. of Hollywood." Yeah. And he wants to kind of bring that back. That's what I want to do. You know. Mm-hmm. And so we get dropped off in our car because we're being all fancy that night. And I get like a little bit down the red carpet, and I hear the crowd be like, "Yeah." And I look over and I see there's Adam in his silver sedan and he's like getting out in like his tracksuit and like <laughs> cargo pants and polo, Holy unbuttoned shit. polo. And I was like, whoa. Like he just <laughs> but, looked at like he like you, you you guys made it a whole thing and he kind of just looked at his wife like, hold on, I gotta go do that thing. Exactly, exactly. I gotta go do that premiere over here. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. pulls up in his own premiere and then spends like <laughs> 20 minutes with the fans which was incredible Mm -hmm. like just over there shaking hands signing autographs doing his thing and then hits the red carpet and then like jen shows up so at at, but at that and then the crowd goes wild again sure it's like insane they there's something about like seeing back-to-back you know stars of that magnitude that i'm sure like for those fans are just like fucking what is and like you 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 um i don't know you feed off that right yeah yeah like going into the premiere did you did you think like oh this is gonna be a fucking the movie's gonna get received well like the energy's i mean we had already tested it a lot with Mm -hmm. audiences so i kind of was very i was very uh uh confident in the film itself you know i i was pretty like this thing's going to play well. I, I, I kind of knew that that was going to happen. You had a lot of family and, uh, and friends there? Yeah. My yeah. mom, my dad, my brothers. What did they think? 
Oh, they loved it. Yeah. My Perfect. mom was sitting right next to me, and when my name comes on at the end, she goes, Surprise. She just yeah. saw my name, and she went, Oh, oh and my God. I was God. like, wow, That's a beautiful mom, moment. It's amazing. That's awesome. It was. It was cool, man. It was really cool. It was because they've been there since I was yeah. pinning those pictures up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Holy shit. Was there anybody at the premiere that came up to you that you hadn't met that was just a, uh, you know? I mean, it was just more. Um, kindling of friendships from the movie cool. you know like i think it was more i spent more time like kind of kindling the friendships yeah. a little bit you know like i spent yeah. a lot of time talking with jillian because i haven't seen her in a minute nice yeah a lot of time talking with Luis, who's in the movie yeah. he plays a race car driver yeah yeah because uh, he's just the best well, it's just a it's just a really great uh, film. It looks amazing. Uh, Adam saw it last night. He immediately sent me an email like, "Holy shit, it's a great <laughs> movie!" So I was obviously happy to read that. Very very excited to see it. And what was uh, it like talking to a film yeah. uh, the film school? Oh, that's chill. Yeah, you've done yeah. those. Yeah, yeah. Those kids chill. are like, I mean, you saw the, them just wide eyed, big questions. Like they were fucking fired up, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, I hope, I hope with this movie, I really hope the same thing that I hoped with Game Over Man is like, you know, back to the whole like, is a movie a movie, mm -hmm. even when it's made for the internet? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it like, is. Like it is a movie. It yes. absolutely is a movie. Then my process has been the same as any movie director's, where yeah. I, I do my work in really nice edit bays and awesome theaters, you know? So I'm, I'm thinking about the movie theater and the home theater system while I'm doing it and the size and scope of people's 80 inch televisions. Sure. Know? So I hope that this is something that people gather around the television for and enjoy it as a, as a group, because it is very fun to, you know, be with people while watching this film yeah. because yeah. you want to hear how other people are having the same excitement as you. Um, so I hope people like have little parties, you know, have some <laughs> gather around and like have your murder mystery parties. Yeah, yeah everyone yeah. dresses a different character. Exactly. Come you in, can, uh, come in in your race car. I mean, totally. You <laughs> could absolutely do a murder mystery themed party with this movie after you watch Fuck it. It yeah. would be so dope. Just please don't go as like the guy on the boat who is like the who is like the African king. If you're not. A black person. I don't want to. Well, hear. hold on a second. I You're don't no want to see Buzzkill. I don't want to see the photos. It's not going to go well for you. It's oh, never man. worked. Uh, but I want to play John Connie. He's the best. <laughs> He's the best. I love that dude. I do want to know: Was there more anxiety doing this film? And again, uh, go get it right now, streaming on Netflix. Um, was there more anxiety making this film or playing me in ping pong? Dude. And that's a real question. <laughs> that is a very good question. Because, sure. I mean, I had to make this film for longer than playing you yeah. in ping pong. <laughs> slightly, slightly. And if I have to go to the exact moments and pinpoint, like, the hardest part of the film and the hardest part of the match, I'm going to absolutely say the film. Yeah. But, but playing you at ping pong was something. It was. It was something. It was something. <laughs> Look, there was, um, I think there were a lot of emotions on both sides of the table. Sure. Um, you know, stakes were high, uh, was, was, brains were high. Um, yeah. For those of you who don't, who don't know, um, Cash Production Company, Wonk Studios, uh, has gotten a live streaming ping pong, celebrity ping pong uh, tournament going. That's right. Uh, that's going to um, just keep on building. And the initial match was uh, myself versus Kyle Nuchek. Um Look, did I win? 
That's neither here nor there. I did, but uh, but best out of three, and it was a it was a grudge match. It, it was, was the match you match. wanted in your opening round of launching this uh, for the world, right? Right. Except we did do two before you. That's right. So let's take it back. And I guess I just felt like I was i was told I was the initial opening uh, ceremony uh, match. Um, who were was, the two before? It was me versus Thomas Kellogg in a very backdoor pilot. There we go. And then, <laughs> and then, Ours was the first like stream with shit talking and press conferences. No, then it was me and Rab himself of God damn Jackass it. fame. Yep. And then it was me as a champion, reigning champ That's versus right. you. Okay. That, that makes more sense. And then... You fucking stomped my ass. I won pretty handedly. <laughs> like he it was close. It was best stomped. out of three. Adam took the fucking belt from me, man. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was a sad moment in my career. <laughs> I don't care if you're if you're the world's heavyweight champion in boxing. I don't care if you're the world's heavyweight champion in Parcheesi or, or or ping pong. You have that moment where you have to give up the belt. That was so weird. I've had, I've had moments in my fantasy football league where I have to give the trophy to the next guy. I'm like, you son of a bi- I, I will kill your family. Like, yes, it, 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 it's, it's, really, hard, it's heartbreaking. It really is a sting to the old ego. It yeah, really you is. Know? And he took the belt from me. Dance around. Dance around. Sing, sing. Danzo played my coach, Danny Doritos. <laughs> yeah, he's the best. Uh, and uh, it felt good. And then I got to play Steve-O in a uh, follow-up mm-hmm. maintain the belt match. Yep. And then and Adam smoked Steve-O, right? No. Unfortunately, let, no. Uh, Steve-O just... really fucking... <laughs> Sober Steve-O is really good at ping pong. Oh, yeah. He, at no point, I was like, oh, maybe he'll put it up his ass. Or, you know, nope. This guy was focused. <laughs> in fact, in fact, he did. He put the paddle up his ass, jumped, turned around, slammed, <laughs> yeah. got the point. That's if how he had good done Steve-O that, is. I would have bowed down. That's how good Steve-O is. I'll say this. I uh, love... Oh. It's, ping pong's one of my favorite things in the world. Me too. And the... Uh, Getting to play, like, it's always, I think there's always a competitive spirit with mm-hmm. uh, with playing a game like that. Like, even if you are just rallying, at a certain point, you do play. But this was lights, cameras, streaming, yeah. YouTube comments, Audience. haters, players, <laughs> right. player haters, hater players, yeah. kids, babies. There was fucking lots going on. Weed, booze. I got a coach who's doing Danny DeVito impressions. Commentating. Commentating. Yeah, like- <laughs> it was so much that like I'm sweating and getting so into it and so much so that like I'm listening to the commentating and it's funny and it's making me laugh and then I'm but then I started to get angry because it was so funny and yeah. it was fucking penetrating my, my yeah, eardrum you're, you're blaming them yeah. I was I was like shut the fuck up you're I'm too funny, funny. yeah <laughs> and, and Steve was locked in and he was talking shit and he was I think he did an Instagram live right before the last point which yeah, was like dude. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to get this last shot in yeah all, all I'm going to say Man. is but that... Uh, Wong Studios what? Uh, yeah. YouTube, where people go to, to keep... To- yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You come come on out to youtube.com slash Wong Studios. Yeah. It's Tuesday nights. We're going live. But the ping pong thing is few and far between. Yeah. But like, well, not... We're doing the next one on, on 6 nine, seven, nine, Great. July 9th. Great. And okay. it's Steve-O versus Machine Gun Kelly. Holy oh shit. shit! Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Oh man. So Steve-O called out, called everybody out. And Machine Gun Kelly was like, "All right, I'm fucking sign me up." And then, <laughs> yeah. and then we were like, go. "For real, dude? You want to do yeah. this?" And he's like, "Hell yeah! I'm gonna whoop his ass." Steve-O's a great guy to hold the belt for a minute because he can really pull in some, uh, yeah, some heavy hitters like that. Oh yeah. yeah, and he's good, and he like really cares. He's 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 a great champ so far. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's like, a great champion. He's really <laughs> listen, Kyle. All I'm saying. <laughs> Is that is that in a future match you have me versus Wee Man I love for it. the oh. for the dwarf ping pong championship belt, which is actually just a bracelet. <laughs> oh, I love and that. And we go at it. 
I think, is the table smaller? I mean, it, you know what? No. See that? See, see, it's a table tennis table. We're playing actual tennis on the table tennis table. So we'll no, so I mean, so we'll be running around on the table. I'm down to set that match up, bro. Let's do it. I'm gonna start doing undercard events. I mean, yes, that 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 is an undercard that I would happy that that be honored to be a part of. Let's do it, man. That'd and, be cool. And I've tried to challenge Wee Man to a UFC fight. He 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 won't take it. Right. So I think that we can finally settle this thing about who's the top dwarf. Dinklage is done. Game of Thrones is over. He'll be so. the one that stomps out after game two. <laughs> I've got next. And like, whoa, how'd they get Dinklage? If you, uh, dude, that will be fucked. That'll break the, the internet. Yeah, all of a sudden, the wrestling commentator, Jim Ross, comes out. Good God Almighty. Yeah. That's, that's Dinklage's music. <laughs> exactly, dude. As God is my witness, there are three dwarves in the building. That's, that is what we're... I'm hoping it can get to that level sure. at some point And like... You know, it's it's hey, we're letting it grow very organically Steph, right Steph now. Steph Curry is doing competitive miniature golf, which <laughs> is an idea that Adam and I have before him. Whatever. Um, oh, not wow. not, oh, yeah, not bitter about Called that. Called put up or shut up. Yeah, is that what he calls it? That's that's in the slogan. Like Rob Riggle's, it's like like it's like ABC. It, Rob Riggle, holy moly, put up or shut up, and all new. And we were like, no, like, that's our thing. I mean, look, but you know. Whatever. Hey, man. What the hell We're not bitter. Riggle beat us to the punch. We're not bitter. Who knows? Beaten by Riggle. Beaten by Riggle. Maybe Steph Curry, too. I mean, mean, only the best have been beaten by Steph Curry, so it's really an honor. Yeah. I mean... So yeah, so we no, are. I mean, it kind of sucks for you guys. It's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Wrong. It I'm, does. I'm down. I would be down to live stream that shit. That'd be yeah, so cool. Basketball, you know. Well, we're that's what that's what's so fun is we're like now thinking about live shows. Like, what are we doing live yes. on Tuesday? I mean, well, you had to go live on Tuesday every week. I saw you had. Was it Lexi Pantera did something? She's coming on. Yeah. Boy. So yeah, she's a two weeks. She is. Um, she she looks like a lot of fun. But uh, <laughs> she, I drunkenly DM'd her about I want to say four or five years ago. Look, I've drunkenly DM'd a handful of people. <laughs> Katy Perry being one of them. Right, right, uh, right. No response. Didn't yeah. even get a scene. The message would have taken that. Would have loved that she just saw it. <laughs> Adam has drunkenly DM'd me to drunkenly DM Katy Perry. That's how far. Well, that's how. To get after that's, Katy Perry. Huh? But, uh, that's but I got I got real uh, juiced up for you for the uh, the Lexi uh, appearance because that's she's got a huge following. That's getting eyeballs. You yeah, know? that's gonna be really cool. Yeah. It's 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 and that's for the music part. That's like our music television yeah. thing that we're doing called Fade TV. Yeah, mm-hmm. which it's like. We're we're really trying to give great sound live through the internet. You know, that's pretty much the, yeah, that's the goal. All right. Well, that's I, I was like, who's Lexi Pantera? And I just looked her up on Instagram and I go, I've probably drunkenly DM'd her as well. <laughs> I, would not, I would not be surprised. Yeah, oh, she's like she's like doing some music. Yeah, uh, she's got some song that got real popular called like um, I'm giving you the peace sign or something. Okay, yeah, which yeah. I think you know is like an anthem to girls being like, you know, I'm. I'm out. Like, I'm out. Like, yeah. Or, yeah. Like, if the dude's being shady or whatever, mm-hmm. like, I'm giving you the peace sign. Good. I yeah. haven't listened. You know, I look. Have He's I, listened have I looked to up couple her, hundred thousand. Have times. I looked up her whole backstory? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Has we, he has he written Lexi Pantera fan fiction? Am Maybe. I trying to play her okay. dad in a Lifetime original movie? Lexi right, Pantera. So yeah. TK, if you're listening, take these two off <laughs> the evite to come out. Too late. Already RSVP. <laughs> off the evite. They did not come to Fade TV that. 
at night. All right. Our we'll, pictures are outside the door. Yeah, do not we'll let be them there. Man. We're going to get served, aren't we? We're going to get served. Yeah, Mine's outside it. the door. Brad's outside the doggy door. It's exactly. like, don't let these guys Hold walk on. or crawl in. Got to make sure Brad sees this. Put this lower. There we go. Uh, yeah, you got to play at some point. We'll figure that oh, out. Oh, yeah, well, we'll I'm, do it. I'm, I'm throwing the challenge out to Wee Man. That's right. Oh, what happens here? This is it. This is an official challenge. It is. right. Throw throw throwing down the gauntlet because there there's only room. I'm gonna go full macho man. There is only room at the top for one dwarf. (laughs) One dwarf. There's a lot of room, but uh, then we don't take up much. But only room at the top for one dwarf. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I'm telling you right now, wee man. You come out. You come out to Wonk Studios for a ping pong championship. The ball is in your court, wee man. I'm down for the challenge. You can't scare me, wee man. This is it. You heard it here first, everyone. This is the official call out to yep. wee man. Come with your boy Steve-O. Steve-O's going to be there yeah. already. Get there. Have, have him do his cartwheel, paddle in the butt, smash trick. Yeah, it's what be do you great. think? What do you think? It's a one game grudge match? One game grudge match. Yeah, I think so. One game. Yeah. In order one to, game to 21. In order to be the man, you got to beat the man. Maybe this follows up with Steve-O match. Man. Yeah. It's a great idea on That's 7-9. Right. No, it's going to open up. It's going to wow. open up the Steve-O Machine Gun Kelly match. That's a fucking match. great if idea, dude. we man accepts. If you can get out of your van that you're living in. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that's not even an exaggeration. Fired. Nope, that's just the truth. He's living in a van. It's his choice. But he's living in a van. <laughs> dude, By I, the river sometimes. <laughs> it's a dope van. I'm not going to lie. It's yeah, a really yeah, dope yeah, van. I know. It's legit. I really like if you think that's about I was, it. I was like Steve-O. I saw Steve-O call out Wee Man like, my van's better. Sorry, Wee Man. I got the best one. But I'm like, Steve-O, you live in a house. Yeah. So yours is just like a camping video, like yeah. a camping van. We, we man, li- he, he lives. He lives in a van. He that's, gave up the house. He gave up the house, li- li- lives in a van. People are like, oh my God, that's so crazy. And it's like, well, it's a van, but to us, it's like a tiny house nation. Okay, like it, there's there's floors. It, right. Like for him, it's like a duplex van. It's dope. Okay? There's like a it's shower. Dope. There's a hella cool kitchen. Yeah. Like a radical, like it's, enough storage for food. It comfy works. Bed. Right, it it's works happening. out. Yeah, it's so, happening. Let's okay. start start making some flyers and, and blasting them out and calling. No, this out. is cool. I'm yeah. down for this to be an official call out. I'm Fuck down to it. add it as an. Undercard. That's an amazing night, dude. If that for opens, us, it's, for yeah. us, it's not exactly flyers. It's more like pamphlets. <laughs> All right, but I'm calling you out, Wee Man. Man, I've, have you ever met Wee Man? Oh, he's, we had him on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Never met, I've we're never boys. met Wee Man. We're boys. I'll, we're boys. I'll Wee text Man, him. come on out. I just want to meet you, dude. I'm a big fan. <laughs> he's dope, dude. Yeah, yeah. Had Brad and Wee Man together when we mended the podcast in my old place. And I don't know if you've just sat at a table on the receiving end of uh, two dwarf energies coming at you right, right, to right. argue a, a two point. Two dwarf stare downs. Two dwarf stare downs. And at one point I just go, I said something and then I go, uh, uh, and then and then I go, I gotta be honest, both you guys looking at me coming at me right now is really taking me back. He's coming out of places I didn't know it could come from. And we man goes, yeah, man, now you know how it feels. And Brad goes, you're in our world now. And I was like, oh God, it legitimately was like kind of terrifying, dude. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, they're and, boys though, man. It's, it yeah. was, uh, I'll text them. That would be fucking. That would be, that would be really fun, man. Really. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Oh, man, that's great. Okay, cool. 
It's probably going to start at 7.30 instead of 8 now. There you go. <laughs> hey, go it. watch Murder Mystery on Netflix. You've already seen it, but, wa- but watch it again. <laughs> yeah. Throw your parties. Enjoy enjoy the film. Well, yeah, hopefully this airs. Wait, when is this going to air? Monday. Be- yeah, Monday. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah. fucking great. Plenty so we just can really be an official call. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, this is beautiful. And we'll take... Um, oh, it's official. And <laughs> yeah, we'll take the audio and we'll make a little thing with it, too. A little... Um, yeah, just know, send it this way and yeah. we'll... we'll Fuck we'll make yeah. one too. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah everything is. you just did, I think, is a perfect. Take that audio for it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's happening. Get some pictures man. side by side. Oh yeah. <laughs> the most fun is when you start like beefing at each other over Instagram. Oh yeah, it's, it's great. Like, People get yeah. into it. Oh, yeah, it's gonna. Cool. Oh, it's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> all right, fuck yeah. Um, all right, murder mystery. Stream it now. You crush it, dude. Hey, you fucking crush it, dude. Great. Yeah, film. It was like, uh, you know, I got real, uh, real proud for you. Hey, yeah. thank you. Yeah, you crushed it. Um, and at Cal Newcheck on Insta yep, and Twitter. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep. And then uh, and then, go, and then go back if you haven't seen it and watch Game Over, man. Yeah, watch dude, wet your palette. And, and watch Make an it a new check night. This scene. is the thing that I'm like the most afraid of, though, is like what? families check out uh, Murder Mystery and they're like, <laughs> oh. that was great. Who's this new director? What oh, else here's another one. Oh. Game Over, man, scene one. Oh, my God, <laughs> comes on your face. <laughs> that thing is filled with jizz. Oh, he's eating it. Bro, you have such big loads. <laughs> At least, it's like, at least we're not seeing an actual male penis. Oh, God! There it is! For minutes on end! It doesn't go away! That's his butthole! Oh! <laughs> it's like, they fucking blew up the dog? What? Now oh. he's eating his butthole? Uh, all for the sake of comedy, man. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, I love it. You I, did it. I love did it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's It's... Fucking A, man. That Life shit rules. is such a fun movie. <laughs> Life rules. You rule. Um, go watch it. And um, and we'll see you on the 9th. Yeah, awesome. That's right. We'll see you on the ping pong table, <laughs> we man. Oh, yeah. Dude, celebrity <laughs> ping pong. It's it just down. got better, man. <laughs> yes. Good night, everybody. Good night. subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet.
Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah willow? <laughs> nice. Man, what's up, dog? This is your pal Bugs Bunny. Say, uh, I got a question for you. Do you know who has the head of Elmer Fudd and the body of Foghorn Leghorn? Why, that's Adam Ray and Brad Williams. Ain't I a stinker? Adam and Eve is not giving you 10 or 20% off or even 30% off. You get a whopping 50% off almost any one item. Plus, you'll get 10 free gifts, including three sexy items you're going to love. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine. And best of all, free shipping. Go to shopadamandeve.com and enter offer code MUSIC. That's offer code MUSIC.